And here is the news. We don't know what's happening, where we've come from, or where we're going. Hello and welcome to the show. Colourful Conversations with Mark and Pete. This is the show where clergyman Pete and businessman Mark debate an important topic. This week we debate, why have we lost our way in the world? Mm. Yes. Folks, it seems that there is such extreme atrocities going on in the world. But what is causing this? It does appear, though, that both in the world of politics, in society, that perhaps we have lost our way a little bit. It seems that many people are at odds with one another. People are confused. And in fact, many people say that on different levels, whether it's about the economy, the state of some of our... um, politicians thinking and in fact even some of the conflicts that we see in society uh, whether it be about religion and many other things are causing much angst so clergyman pete i know that at the start of this show you started to possibly suggest that you've lost your way please tell me what do we need to do to get ourselves back on the level playing field I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. Well, it's not that I don't know where I'm going. It's more that I don't know where everyone's going. It seems like uh, even the definitions of words have changed. You know, up is down, black is white, sometimes literally. You know, people who are white identify as being black uh to try and identify mm. i guess with also the uh the the persecution that people get and uh the hand free handouts you get as being from a minority i don't know i don't know what what the motivation is uh there's you know male is female or anywhere in between and then there's people thinking they're rich when they're actually poor and well you know more about that as a, a as a businessman businessmen often do that don't they pretend to be rich when oh, they're poor. Well. oh well <laughs> <laughs> perhaps that's a, perhaps that's a story for another day. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, if you want to bump the uh, the shareholders' uh, price up or something, uh, the share price up. Mm. Now, you, the, the that's the thing. I just can't, I can't see how society is going to recover just simply because society's society's heading in all different directions at once. It's believing well. stupid things and uh, it's believing. Five million different new ideas before breakfast, and it's it's just going in all different directions. Sir, how do we sort it out? Well, I think that I mean I, I think that the the way to sort it out is to simply stick to the truth, um, evidence ah. based uh, truth, yeah. uh, believing in trusted authorities like, for example, God and the Bible. You know, I'm just saying that's a possibility as a way forward. But I don't see society as a whole doing that. Well, no, it's a valid point because to your let's just pick on some of the things you've suggested here, which are quite valid. Many people in society will probably say they're very well off. Well, in actual fact, when you then question them and ask, well, what sort of debt have you got? They will say, well, um, they, they probably got thousands of pounds worth of debt or thousands of dollars, depending on where you are in the world. And then you suddenly say, well, you're not really well that that well off. Okay, are you? yeah, yeah, okay. Let's go, let's uh, let's role play this. No. I'll, I'll be one of these people. Yeah, go on. I'm thinking into this. Go on, ask me. Yeah, exactly. Go on. Well, uh, Mr. Average. Yes. Hello. (laughs) Uh, With with Mrs. Average there, with your Mr. Mr. Mrs. Average children behind you. Hello. So uh, is it it right to say that perhaps you're just about to head for divorce? 
because uh, uh, statistics show that you are. <laughs> yes, but we're, we're it's all working out fine. We're great. It's all yeah, it's, yeah. It's all but part of life. Even though you are living in separate houses. Uh, yes, yes. Well, we've got lots of money to there spend. Are. Yeah, uh, but but hold on. Am I've I got right th- saying that uh, you're. Your children also have underage uh, teenage pregnancies. Uh, yes, but ah, I mean that's what yeah. people do these days. What are yeah. you, some ah. sort of moralist? What are you talking about? Ah. And I've got Let's three see. credit so, cards, uh, so I've got plenty of money. Three? Is that all? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well, obviously you're not doing as well as others because it, statistics show that perhaps you should have a lot more. Now it must also be some of the other things where some people have actually actually openly said that they do believe that the world is flat and genuinely believe that uh, what's your thoughts on this um here's my thoughts uh, the world is not flat there you are back to you ah well now you see i have a different view on this oh, okay. uh, and i can actually prove that uh, despite the fact that some scientists believe that the world is round that actually those theorists who actually do genuinely believe when they look across the horizon and they see their life panning out ahead that the world is genuinely flat mm. and i'm going to suggest this in the point of a poem uh this is a little poem called on the level yeah it is widely reported and well renowned modern thinkers say the world is round but i strongly disagree with that and believe it to be perfectly flat I live in a pokey flat. My car has a flat. My income stays flat. My souffles come out flat. My prospects are flat. My motivation is flat. I receive flat interest. I get flat refusals. I work flat out. I'm flat-footed. I'm flat-chested and flat-broken. Yes, the world is flat, and that's that. So there you go. Yes, well, you I do like? believe the world is flat yes well you put it like that i tell you yeah i mean there are people who believe that the world is physically flat as well and ah. why, why do they believe that well the only way to believe it is to go against the evidence and to create a sort of made-up backstory in that you know pe- people did never really believe the world was flat you have the first sort of proofs of the diameter mm-hmm. of the world going back to about 500 bc with ptolemy you know the uh, greek philosopher doing measurements um comparing the positions of stars in the sky and working out the size yeah he wasn't too far off you know people have not for a long time believed that the world is flat world is flat maybe never maybe it, it, there's no uh-huh. evidence that it was so for the wide um you know the wide body of educated people it doesn't seem to be the case so where's it coming we got you've got to invent a backstory and then you've got to pretend that the bible claims that the world is flat it doesn't it specifically talks about there being a circle around the earth a circle could equally be read like a, a, a ball but it doesn't even need to mean that to be on something where wherever you are there's a circle you have to be on a sphere it just it's just what's described in the bible is a sphere never a disc it, it's never pictured in that no. way so in fact the whole point of the different heavens that are talked about in the bible uh, are that they're different spheres that they're different globes yes. the globe was but always the picture it has so you, you what i'm saying is you've that idea that way of making something up to fit what you want is also the case with uh, people having too many credit cards people um believing that yes. it doesn't matter who, who you have sex with or how many people you have sex with it does all oh. these things do matter 
Yes, I, I've been meaning to have a word with you about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, indeed. And, of course, the other thing is, is in business that, you know, you're doing more um, – uh, work or you're being more successful than you really are because at the end of the day I think you hinted at it at the beginning of the show that perhaps you know if um, you know one little stray yeah, comment yes. could possibly uh, reduce the share price or possibly even boost the share price yes. it often when we think perhaps we've lost our way a little bit that, that what happened to the to the days of the gold standard where you had something very solid in which you could um, you know rate the value of goods etc and, and we do seem to live in a society Society where things move so quickly they're almost at whims yes. things are up things are down the stock market is up stock markets are down the country's doing well the country is not doing well i mean i think that what seems to have happened here is is that politicians in particular year on year government after government seem to tinker with systems to the point where we don't know whether we're coming or going <clears throat> i'm thinking particularly of things like education where i mean Anyone who's trying to go through education today and trying to learn solid values must be wondering what's going on because they're constantly changing their curriculum. Uh, teachers seem to be disgruntled and it's very hard to get the right experts now to teach the right subjects, especially in the crucial subjects like maths, English, sciences. Um, and yet, you know, I remember when I was at school, you know, there was a quite a consistent group of teachers that uh, would teach you through your education and it was a little bit more um, consistent, shall we say. And yet, when we also look at other things where governments keep changing policies in other areas, you know, whether it's putting more in defence, less in defence, and more in infrastructure, let's say uh, nation, uh, nation lovers in the United Kingdom, and anyone who wishes to come to the United Kingdom, beware of those potholes. Yes, mm. we seem to, on one hand, decide yeah. that uh, we do want to invest in our infrastructure, uh, so, you know, we're quite happy to plough up the countryside and put, um, you know, a great big um, fast moving train through the nation. And yet we're not prepared to fill up the, the potholes on the roads. And so it, it does seem a bit strange, isn't it? Have we really lost our way if yes. we compare it to, say, previous generations? Now, yeah. let me ask you, uh, clergyman, Pete, you are of a generation where you can yes. perhaps have the benefit of, uh, of yes. experience. But would you say that perhaps we are now getting to the point where we don't know what to do? We don't know which way to go. We don't know what is the right path. What was your thoughts? Yeah, well, I think as a society, we've lost our way, not just in terms of uh, infrastructure. Well, what do we do about, you know, what, what, where are we putting our money? Not just about uh, trying to spend money, but not uh, actually saving any. So getting into debt as a country and as individuals but also in the whole fabric of society um you know when was the last time you were surprised at how polite someone was you know in the street well uh, you yes. know people are not polite there's no respect shown really in general where is it all gone um it is surprising when someone is actually nice to you it seems now i've uh, had gone through a bit of a change the past couple of years because i moved from london into the north of england and found yes. people were a lot more polite when i moved to north it was, very, it was mm. a big surprise uh, the way that uh, people behaved and i think that that knitting together of society by certain behaviors I, I think you would in, could include in that respect for authority, you know, respect for authority until proved otherwise, you, you know, respect for the position, say, for example, of police or teacher or um, 
clergyman. Maybe, maybe even clergyman, yeah. Um, I would say, in my personal experience, one of the last remaining ones is that people tend to show respect to the clergy. So uh, it's interesting that I can tell the difference between how uh, me walking around with a clerical collar on and not how I'm treated by people who don't know me. Just as, ju- just seeing that as like a, a hangover from the old days that you're shown some respect. Yeah. But th- that's th- the fabric of society is uh, society is held, held together by relationships of course and the everyday interactions if we've not shown respect for people then respect is replaced by distrust and distrust can easily disintegrate into violence and we see that time and time again flare-ups that are unnecessary unnecessary yep. violence let alone importing people from other cultures that are more violent we're we're seeing our own society falling apart because of this lack of yeah. respect uh, what do we do to turn it round? well i guess there has to be a mark and pete answer what is the answer mark yes well i'm going to cite one of the things that i think is is a big problem we talked about this on the mark and pete show before which is about short-termism yes i think that what's undermining this uh, this issue is that people have lost their way because there is very little long-term planning now what do i mean by that well in business, for example, there is so much commercial pressure to turn things around in a much tighter time frame where you're pressured to deliver results in months as opposed to years. Uh, there was a time 30 years ago when, as I've mentioned in previous shows, where you had to create a short, medium and long term plan, short being over the next few months to six months, medium being over the, the next two or three years, long term to be five to ten years. It's very rare that you have conversations in the, of the latter. It tends to be in the short term. Now, I think that that has to change. And the reason I say that is, is that you get high turnover, you get inconsistent policies, you get people who are very much focused on just a quick buck, a short-term result. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, per se, as long as you've got a longer-term framework to work with it. And often I see in business, um, small, medium and large companies have uh, have lost the way very, very quickly because of short term gains. I'm not going to mention large brands because I can tell you certain large companies, uh, say, for example, in the automotive industry, have actually fallen away because they've compromised standards. The goal in the short term is to be number one. What's well, wrong with being number one if you can actually prove that you've delivered the right quality product? Uh, good service, etc. But if you compromise that simply because you want a quick buck, well, as we've seen, uh, whether it be also in, even in the, the retail industry and in the banking industry, where they've perhaps even gone against law and they've broken the law uh, for a quick buck, again, short-termism has undermined values. And I think that this is one of the things that, in my opinion, where we've lost our way because we seem to have lost those inherent values that we would install in people at a very young age throughout business and throughout society. So to me, it's it's the, cur- the scourge of, if you like, the curse of, of society and the curse of commerce and the scourge on, on everybody that I see, certainly in the 21st century, is short-termism. Now, you, as I said, I think you could look at that in many other ways, uh, but yes, that's my view. Um, where, where, where do you see that well, uh, well, from the point of view of uh, your parishioners, for example? Well, well I think that's very good uh, business analysis, and I think it, that applies to all areas. Of course, yeah, I mean, you, 
you're not just looking at business needing to have a more long-term view um and long-term uh, we we've we did a show uh, uh, maybe a couple of years ago now on uh, long-termism versus the short-term approach and seeing how that affected every area of life take for example respect yeah. and i spoke about this at the time in that episode uh respect for your elders respect for those in authority uh can be engendered if you take the long-term view well you know one day i may need their help sort of idea <laughs> you know when you start to look yeah. and appreciate um long-term effects or your plan is to be successful long-term then you'll want to have a more ordered society you won't want things to be falling apart you won't want to react in such um uh, um an instant fashion you want to take your time and look oh no, what's the best way to go you want to be more careful because you want to you will be concerned about what the long-term effects are so long-termism is an important concept and religiously it is too in that if you take this the seriously supreme long-term view you're going to say well what about after death you know what about eternity where am i going to end up for eternity yes. and you want to make decisions yep. that are in, looking at from the point of perspective of now where am i going to end up in eternity you know i'm if i'm preparing for a life in heaven where a god who is absolutely just and holy i need to uh, be sure that i'm acting with integrity right now so it's going to affect how you behave so i think the, the long term long-termism way of looking at things helps you in all areas and uh, this is a, a you know always been a mantra of uh, us at mark and pete because we see how people um both in business and their personal lives just are looking for a quick fix to solutions uh, uh, just looking for quick fix solutions rather when that's usually let's say not the answer <laughs> you know normally if you're going yeah. to solve something that's difficult it takes time and if you're going to have a good plan to produce something good if you're going to do something awesome in your life you've got to take your time building up to doing it um i mean we in uh our career here broadcasting on mark and Pete show we're graduate we're putting out shows each week we just thought well we're going to just produce this brilliant show and if no one listens to it uh then we'll we'll give up uh, we would have stopped after the first week when I think we had two listeners the first week. So, uh, you know, these things build up over time. And one of them uh, was me. Yeah, and now we have three every week, so it's uh, it's remarkable. <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave a pause the there is, for you the to step is, in and say, no, 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 I, it's thousands, Peter. But, uh, <laughs> that you've just, lost uh, your way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, listeners, look, uh, clearly, Clergyman Pete, I shall guide him in the right path after the show um, <laughs> to a dark alley somewhere. Uh, but honestly, listeners, look, what do you think about this? Uh, do you believe that possibly that um, for those of you who have a, a little bit more experience in the world, that perhaps we have started to lose our way? And maybe you think that the world has a little bit more of a rounded offerings rather than the world being purely flat. Well, why not follow us at Mark and Pete and let us know your thoughts. Um, we'll read them out on the next show if you log on to www.markandpete.com and fill out the contact form. Let us know your thoughts because we'd love to hear from you. And join us again next time for more colourful conversations with Mark and Pete.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.